Hello and welcome to another episode of No Old Time. My name is Obed Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Julian. What's good, No Load Time? Obed, good to be with you, my friend. I uh, I think we're going to have a great show today, as always. As always, sir. Pleasure to see you. How you doing? Oh, my goodness. I, I'm still recovering from last week's episode. <laughs> I will say that. Oh, uh, my goodness. This, this, and we're, we're on track for a sequel, so... Oh man, yeah, no, it was it was it was a great time and and uh, yeah, I've 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 been uh, been pretty busy of late. I think you you as well. We both were saying you know yeah. it's been busy. You know, even um, just things are picking up on personal side. But uh, you know, I did get a chance to watch Bad Batch. Have you seen the new episode of Bad Batch yet? Are we yeah, going to talk about? I, this? I watched okay. both. Whatever both the last two were, yeah. Okay, good, good. Yep. Um, before we get into that, though, um, I'm on my last episode of Jack Ryan, so I'm almost done with that one. I think I was talking about that a little bit last week as well. Um, still holding up pretty good. Uh, recommend it to you for sure. It's it's pretty cool because like just like how most of the Tom Clancy stuff very much um, was reflective of the real world of like okay, like the war in Iraq or this or whatever. Like there was always some level of, of, you know, real story, but then mixed with like a fictitious entertainment, right? Aspect to it, right? Creating these other, these other things. So, um, you know, they do a really good job of still keeping that alive. Obviously it's, you know, it's like Tom Clancy character, Jack Ryan, but the story is obviously an original. Um, but like with this one, without spoiling too much, they talk a lot about, uh, you know, what's going on between Russia and Ukraine, like the real stuff that's currently going on. So it's very relevant. Um, it's talking about, you know, uh, disinformation and why intentionally these things would be set up in a way that would cause potential political conflict, uh, you know, conflict and, and espionage. And it's just a really, really cool way they do it. They don't do it in a way that's like, like, how do I put it? It's very politically unpolitical, if that makes sense. Like it's political because it's it's it it's a, you know, like, a battle okay yeah yeah right it's like it's like a battle of, of nations and governments but it's not like in this way of like let me go preach to you a lesson and make you start having to like think about things like if anything you can just see how it mirrors reality but it's not i don't know how to put it that way where it's not trying to preach it's like, to it's you like something. metal gear <clears throat> Yes, yes yeah. like metal gear metal yeah gear. well actually yeah. metal gear gets preachy but it gets preachy it with with uh like nukes and what and you know yeah wmds basically so that's that's yeah. a, you know they don't really get preachy about uh, any specific ideology uh, ideology no. is more of like the consequences of you know Not obviously yeah. some people would say like it's american propaganda and this and that, you yeah, know and yeah. so I, I respect you know some argu arguments around that so i don't want to be insensitive to that part too right but um, no, I, I really have enjoyed it, to be to be honest. Um, you know, I think it's one of the better. I think I like it a lot better than last season when they were in Venezuela. That was good, but it okay. wasn't wasn't as, as strong as this one. This one's much stronger. Hopefully, I mean, I'll see how the finale ends, but I'm hopeful that they'll continue with another season because um, it's not, it's always very like big scale, but it's not like they're trying to make him like, captain america or something like he he is an agent like he's an agent that's doing the dirty work that people don't see but it's nothing um that the scale is something that seems like ridiculous like they have to up it every season it can just be another intriguing story conflict and carry on which is how i think jack ryan should be anyways 
However, I do believe I mentioned this before also about how they're going to bring the character into um, the next Michael B. Jordan movie, which is going to be like the Rainbow Six Siege. Um, they're going to create create that one and, and have him cross over into it as well. Um, meeting meeting him there from you know the Without Remorse movie being canon. Um, so pretty cool to see that Tom Clancy Universe still getting some love. It's been a while since we've gotten a game, um, right? Division was the last last big one. Yeah, Division. I mean, there's rumors that they're working on a a, a revival for Splinter Cell. So okay, that may be a thing. Which at one point they were gonna make a movie on that too, I believe, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. Tom Hardy or something. It's yeah. like a long time ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Oh, man. Um, not. I mean, it's been super busy, man. I really haven't had time. I haven't watched The Last of Us, the last episode. There's an episode dropping tonight. Yeah, they don't handle, compete, Super Bowl. handle Super Bowl, so they don't want to compete with that, uh, which is pretty smart. Uh, but I haven't had a chance to watch uh, the last one. I did watch Wakanda Forever. Please. Okay. The floor is yours. Spoiler alert. We're going to go into spoilers because we haven't talked spoilers about this movie. Yep. Um, you know, Aside from my spoiler video, that was separate. Yep. So be be warned. Uh, the next, I don't know, ten ish minutes probably. We're be we're gonna be talking kind of forever, and we're gonna be talking spoilers. So you're warned. I liked it. I liked it. I think it, I I agree 100 with with you that it was probably the better movie since Spidey. Um. Probably a better overall movie than Spidey, I want to say. It was really good, right? I know what you mean, yeah. Um, visually, like, really good, man. <laughs> like, the visuals in this movie are On your TV is probably was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good visually. So, um, that said, I, I want to go into the, you know, meat and potatoes here. Um... I liked everyone. I even liked, although I, I you know, I, I wanted T'Challa to get recast. Um, I, I think that they, the send-off was a very respectful one. It was mm -hmm. very well done, very emotional. And um, from that perspective, I think it was good. Uh, that said, you know, Again, spoiler alert, right? The movie gears up to, like, sure is going to be a temporary Black Panther. Because, you know. So, you know, it's, they, they, you know, and I think that they could benefit from maybe whenever this franchise comes back, having a time jump and then making it happen. And that's probably what's going to happen, right? And, uh, yeah, it was good overall. Uh, I really like Namor. Namor was really good. Right. Namor was really good, man. That dude, like out of nowhere, Mexican guy that never done a movie in his life, and just amazing, and just nailed it. And he was really good. Um, I think that visually, like the you know, uh, Talokan was really nice. Like everything was really well done. Um, kind of cool how they they you know. They they look normal in their water, but then they're blue when they go out of the water. That so that whole thing is is, is re really cool too and real well done. Um, yeah, it was emotional. It was good, action packed. Some of the sequences were really good. That car chase sequence was really good. Um, tying up kind of with uh, uh, 
Winter Soldier, uh, you know, Captain America and Winter Soldier or whatever we want to call it. I mean, that's that's how the, that's what the title was at the end of the show, right? It was Captain America mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier, right? So, yeah, um, Falcon Winter Soldier. I mean, and we're back. I think. Let me see. Oh, oh, oh! Sweating. Hey, we're back. So yes, uh, Ironheart was good. She was good. Um, I found out later that that actress actually um, auditions for Shuri originally. And yeah, was turned down, and then she they called they called her back because they still liked her uh, quite a bit. So um, that was that was cool. Um, and she was good. Like it it wasn't overplayed, right? And it wasn't like oh she's gonna be replacing Tony Stark, like a lot of people were saying. So I think that they did it well. <clears throat> um, yeah, overall, man, I I really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed it quite a bit. So um, <clears throat> I don't know if there's anything specifically that you want to talk about the movie yeah. that we haven't discussed before so yeah no worries i mean i think like you hit on like the, the the head when you were saying about how like they clearly set up there will be another t'challa i'm guys and we're talking, talking spoilers yeah um but what i do like about the movie is like if you're gonna if you're gonna make another movie you have to pay respect to the Chadwick, you can't just act like he's gone, move on, whatever. And they they did that very respectful. And it's really the whole movie is almost like a love letter to him and his portrayal, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, because I was afraid it was gonna be like move out the way, sure he's in town, whatever, and yeah, keep going. Yeah. And they didn't do that, and that's what was really nice about it. Um, and then like so expanding the Wakanda mythology, great, cool. But then by bringing in now, you know, Namor and his people. Um, that's really important, not just because the character itself is, is a really important character, but I think as you move into the next phase of the MCU, and this is just me speculating, and what we're going to be seeing with Kang being a big bad, you know, similarly how like the Wakandan army, the battle in Wakanda, you see in Infinity War, um, I think you're going to have similar type stuff. Obviously, we see a massive, King has a massive army. We see, you know, just from the trailers of, of Ant-Man, the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah. Uh, I think the same thing you're going to see again, where there's going to be a need of armies to fight this dude and having, um, you know, the Atlanteans and uh, obviously the Wakandans together fighting uh, against Kang will be important, right? Like, they're not, you don't just see all of a sudden characters just show up. We care about these characters. And that's something that Marvel has done really well at in the past when, when they, when they build on these kinds of things. Um, then when they show up in these big, big ensembles, we actually like know more about them. We care more about them. There's, they're not just, um, you know, people who it's like, okay, cool, just go punch something. Uh, and that's something that DC, you know, not to slight them, but, you know, had really struggled with in the past where, you know, characters showed up and then just kept moving and, 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 um, hopefully, you know, that changes for them. But, but no, I really was glad with the, the, the take they had here. And like you said, uh, really the first, like, okay, we, we, they did a movie and it was safe out of all the other, yeah. uh, ones that we got in phase four where, um, man, hit and miss I mean, and we, shows were yeah. hit and miss and yeah, we had, you had really good ones and you had really, really down yeah. ones. And this was one of the ones like, okay, safe. We're good. Good time. Uh, supposedly they're working on a show, uh, that will be kind of like, instead of like, we'll kind of, well, Byron Hart for sure. Hart, yeah. But supposedly instead of like black Panther three, supposedly they're working on like a Disney plus show. Like it's going to be kind of like the same characters, which is on TV. So that would be cool. Okay. Um, Namor, I hope, gets a movie. 
I hope Namor gets a movie at some point. If you don't, it's fine. I'm not gonna be angry about it. Yeah. But I'd, something I'd like to see. And he'll be back for sure. Like he was, he was yeah. really good. He was really good. I, I, yeah. um, I, I, he's not a very. He's he's not a. a, a he's like a C tier. Maybe, yeah. maybe even D tier character, right? And we, I mean, we've known about Namor because we've been asking about Namor since you know the beginning of the show. We're, like, we're sweaties. We're sweaties. Yeah, uh, Submariner. So, um, it, yeah, it, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be back in some capacity, right? Because of you know uh, representation, and you know, uh, I think that the way they represented him was was good and you know at the end he gets the you know sort of I, I don't think he was more like thanos right he was like a gray area villain but he does mm -hmm. get a change of heart at the end of the movie um but it's he's doing it to protect his people like for you know versus Th thanos he's out there it's like oh you know i want to bring things to balance because it's probably gonna be fun right Yeah. Uh, but but uh but he's like you know generally that he wants to protect his people they don't want him to, to lose their land how their ancestors lost their land to you know the spaniards when when they started colonizing so uh he the, he has a motive right and uh i think that there was a missed opportunity with doom right because there was supposed to be like a, a lot of like dr doom stuff in this movie that got cut out you can tell you can yeah, tell yeah yeah you could tell for sure and um but you know overall um really enjoyed it um it, it's yeah the, it like if if it, it feels like like the hole left by by Chadwick, vo the void is not not a hole a vo you I know. can feel it throughout the entire movie dude oh my gosh bro and 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 it's tough sometimes right yeah um because it's like it, 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 you can tell that they're trying they're trying really hard and and that's totally fine but it's 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 a void that they're not gonna be able to to fill up oh, yeah. right eventually yeah. we'll get to the point where Uh, this will have a restart and we'll get a new black panther but for the time being man it, it was it was tough in, in some in some areas but overall i really enjoyed it i think it was very good but i mean yeah. i liked it better than than strange and uh the thor for sure so yeah 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 better than she hulk I... <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah how, how many she hulks out of five it gets <laughs> Ooh. There's a lot. She-Hulk, She-Hulk made <laughs> made like Love and Thunder, bro, look like an Academy Award winning Freaking Citizen potential. Kane over here. Yeah, bro. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was like I, you asked me to watch one or the other. Was, Let's was, go Thor. That's that, was, that was rough, man. That was man. rough. Um, you know, we're we're very objective, and we're not like we're yeah. not we're not doing it because uh you know because we're hater haters and whatnot but we defended like, it we defended, we defended it. the, the first, first like two, the first one, two episodes yeah once we're you good. got past remember the make the stallion episode like once we got past we were like oh no yeah when that happened i was like oh no yeah that was the this oh no not, moment this is not gonna go anywhere it went downhill from there yeah yeah really it was hard dude we, we defended it at first people could check the record yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah um No, it was. I I enjoyed it, man. Long, man. That was a. Yeah. We have to we have to split it because <laughs> it was like, man. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'll yeah. sleep. 
<laughs> and, and the way it is, it almost is like a TV show in some sense. You can definitely stop it and pick it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's very segmentalized. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah the, you're, you're right. You're right. It's maybe they're testing the water and that, you know, and the, you know, segmentalizing uh, the, the, you know, the movie. And it does feel like a five, like a four or five episode thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but yeah, overall, um, I enjoyed it. So I know much good, to say. Good, good. Yep. Uh, Bad Batch, two good episodes. Yeah. Um, that we got. Uh, you know, Tana Lore. Um, finally. You spoilers know, ahead, folks. Spoilers full, ahead. Again, spoilers for Bad Batch. Hopefully, we don't have any technical issues. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me do a a, a, a wellness check on my graphics card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apologize to, what, apologies to the folks on Twitch. It looks like that's the one that's struggling. Facebook seems to be fine. Yeah, Facebook's fine. YouTube's fine right now. I, I refreshed yeah. and it looks like it's back up. Um, yeah, it's uh, my graphics card got overloaded. So I had to... Um, load, no load load, time, load, had some load time. Lo, yeah, no load time, had some load time. So um, yeah, good stuff. So uh, Senator Chachi... Is she was in Clone Wars, right? She was, yeah. Okay. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, I knew I know that I remember her from somewhere. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm glad that they actually went through this and showed um you know how the clones are being affected by everything that's happening around them. And you know the Fallout from Order 66, the rest of the Empire, them being deemed obsolete, the, you know, the new proposal for recruitments. And it's really cool to see it from the point of view of the, of the clones, right? Oh, and, and the, the big one, you know, the clones being treated as second class uh, beings, like kind of like yeah. droids, right? There's like, they yeah. had no, um, the, technically no rights, right? So... Um, that was a very interesting point of view. Oh, it's a kids show, by the way. Right. I know. It's a kids show, by the way. The an assassin offing himself. I was like, I was gonna text you. It's like it's this kids show. <laughs> come on, come on, kids, gather around and watch Bad Batch. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that that was really interesting. Um, it was very cool to see, you know, politics and. Uh, cool to see how you know the empire was doing these things but not really presenting it to the senate so to the senate basically they presented that everything was great there's peace across the galaxy but but it, you know all these reports are bullcrap and it's like like not none of this is happening man it's like they're cutting trees and blowing up mountains to gather resources and do do their thing and yeah I mean, we kind of saw some of it in Andor, right? Yeah. Uh, and and on uh, Rogue One, when it's like, oh yeah, Jedi, nothing happened. What happened to Jedi? It was a mining accident, right? You know, Vader was like, nothing happened. It was an unfortunate <laughs> mining accident. That's it. <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's it's really cool to see that um, that sort of thing going on. So um, and then this last episode was also like, go ahead, go ahead, man. This the the whole thing around this specific bill 
around basically, you know, the switch from clones to human stormtroopers. Like, that's what this whole thing's about, right? Like, how they need to get this thing switched over. And the way it ends, like, just jumping to this point of understanding that there was no way they were going to win either way. Like, there was, like, the Empire was going to have their way either way. They were either going to get it passed because nobody knew what the truth about what happened in Camino, or they were going to get it passed because they were going to say, because of what happened, you know, with these people, it's like they need to have actual people and treating them oh bro the moment yeah. you get to the end and that thing opens and the boss himself the sound on alarm shows up. <laughs> sound on, like get ready oh my i was like no he he's like i'm stepping in to make sure that this deal gets done today yeah and one of his four abilities that people don't talk about often is is his is speaking yeah like one of his his, his abilities that he's Persuasion, able to really yeah. persuade people right yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, it's so, and the few that don't get persuaded, we obviously see or, or, Organa and Chachi and, you know, Mothma so cool. and all these guys, Mothma, yeah. right. But uh, like, Andor, you know, um, totally is going to have to finally give us the, the, the whole who's, you know, how, how these people get out of this, you know, cause the Senate, it dissolves. The Senate doesn't exist anymore. It co- returns to complete absolute power under Palpy well, by yeah. the time we get to episode four. Two episode four, yeah. So, um, there's this, there's 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 this 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 moment where you're seeing it doesn't matter how much the Senate tries to do what they want to do it does not matter Palpatine will have his way the Emperor will make sure what he wants to happen happens he just had to keep up a facade but for yeah. so long obviously we see where that leads yeah. what a fantastic episode was, what a great really great one <clears throat> yeah really good and uh, it was great how he was able to turn you know. Uh, like the plan on onto themselves, right? I was like, oh, the plan is to expose them, so this bill's not gonna get done. And Poppy comes out, it's like, oh yeah, you exposed them. That's why the bill's gonna get done, right? Because <laughs> like now we have no security, right? Maybe these we people were to... following orders. Yeah, yeah. So man, it was so good. So oh my was, gosh, it was really good. Like I really like the politics of you know behind the this whole thing. So it's. It was it was very well done. This reminded me of my favorite episodes in Andor. Like my favorite episodes in Andor were the Empire stuff. Like nothing against yeah. the, the rebels or whatever. Yeah. But like the moment they like the whole like you know people turning on each other and vying for force. power and all yeah. this stuff. Like all that guy loved that stuff, right? Yeah. In, in Andor, this this episode was these two episodes were like that, where you're seeing like the battle on the floor of the Senate. Mixed with obviously like the physical uh, battle that you see the Bad Batch and the clones going through, what were really really cool. I mean, there, there's so many elements of war. It's what's called Star Wars, and, and and they really do a great job of of landing that here. Again, not a kids show. We talk about taxes, oh. trades, how all these things start, where they lead to. Yeah. I'm dealing with some huge huge um, storylines. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty deep. Um, we haven't had enough crosshairs though. Oh Cro- yeah, crosshair is such a good character. Um, and I it really I know that they're they're building something for him, and mm-hmm. and you know I don't I don't know um, I'm hoping to see freaking because he's you know he was a sharpshooter Mayfield from uh, Bill Burr come back at uh, <laughs> from uh, Mando, yeah because he yeah. was part of those those squadrons that were like specifically trained for uh, sharpshooting so maybe he's True. the one that trained him, and that would be a pretty cool way to link you know. Uh, the characters into you know 
I, I know because when I saw the assassin in this episode, my first thought was, "Oh, is that Crosshair? Like he's like he's taking on a new identity, like mm. because of you know them trying to phase a program and being yeah. protected by Rampart, right? And being directly ordered by this dude. bounty hunter or whatever, yeah, bounty hunter." But then I was like, "No, it's on." But but the moment I knew it wasn't was when he missed the second shot against. Yeah. This I was like, "Crosshair don't miss." Don't miss, yeah. Like they the way they established <laughs> that thought it was episode three or whatever. Dude, yeah. The moment you got like that one, I mean, all the first season too. You see it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But no, Crosshair don't miss. I was yeah, like, I think nah, with the mirror and when that when he threw the mirror and all that. Yeah, no, nah, because like yeah. he ain't gonna miss. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. It was two very good episodes. Uh, lots of lore. Lots of really like good. Star Wars stuff. So, uh, yeah, if you're not watching Bad Batch and you're remotely interested in Star Wars, go ahead and check it out. I, I do recommend it. It's pretty good. It's got to cross over into the live action stuff sooner or later, right? Like Omega and all this stuff. There's going to be... Filoni's got executive TV now, um, you yeah. know, creative control. He does, um, yeah. And he's pretty much running all the the live action TV shows that's going forward. Like, you have to imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know. They would have to link it to Rebels first, and that's done. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, unless they do something at the end of the show to link it to, like, Ahsoka, right, and bring some of them back, uh, we don't know who's going to be back, right? Because, uh, no. you know, Ted Morrison may be back as Rex, right? That's a rumor. It's been floating yeah. around for a while. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's uh, pretty good. Joel, I don't know why, but uh, let's take a quick break. Non-technical, but we'll be right back. And we're back. All right, Joel, the much-awaited Disney earnings call happened. Um, for the most part, for the company, it was positive. But they are getting rid of 7,000 employees, mostly, from what I gather, from the production slash studio slash media uh, segment and yeah uh, go ahead and take it man yeah it's sad to see um, definitely my uh, heart goes out to those who are losing the, their jobs right now due to the, the decisions that you know um, the tough decisions that are being made at this moment um, you know, not much detail was given from Iger based on that side of things. Aside from that, it was an unfortunate thing that they had to do. Um, it seems like there's a lot, significant amount of cost cutting going on at Disney at the moment. Um, you know, specifically, like, for example, with the park side, like, was it like 700 million or whatever is like less being spent or some, some, some crazy number around that, um, you know, for the, for the yearly budget, um, you know, but then you look at Obed, like, for example, like Disney Plus, you know, it lost over 2 million subscribers, I want to say. Yep. Um, when we see numbers like that, then you can see where that would affect production because that's that that would be, you know, a huge, huge issue. Now, I, you know, I do wonder because, yes, a lot of the stuff under production was was in place from Iger when he was there the first time. <laughs> um, and so when JPEG came in, I don't know how much of an influence he had on the shows that were and movies that were coming out on Disney Plus. Um, I don't know if he just kind of let people do their thing, or if he was the kind of like 
authoritarian overlord who was like, I need to make decisions on X, Y, and Z. I don't know. So yeah, I don't my, really my, know. Well, my understanding is that he created that uh, DMED, right? It was like the Disney Media, whatever. Like right, that, right. he created a separate segment and right. and put them all, put a person in charge of that se that segment, and everything needed to be get approved, mm. right? So he took the approval process from the creatives and made it into more a more structured process and um you know that's what created a lot of the problems that wb has been going through right and you know that was the first thing that that Iger did was to solve that division and yeah. you know uh the the person that was in charge that was put there by tapic was so they let go and then uh, now it looks like they're just they're consolidating, and in you know in the midst of that consolidation, they're getting rid of seven thousand people. Right. So, that, that's how I interpret it. Is like yeah. uh, that production, the Disney Plus thing, to then lead to that, like it had to have been connected. Yeah. Now, of course, people's instant reaction is like, "Yeah, that's She Hulk's fault and stuff like that." Oh it's yeah. Not only, um, but it definitely, yeah. I'm sure, was a factor in why people cut their their subscriptions. Oh, totally. totally it's also, totally. you know, let's be real. Like, you know, I'm not gonna get political by any means. But let's let's be completely honest. Disney has been in the news over the last you know year, right before Iger came in. You know when Chapek was in, for um, coming across as as you know preaching on specific things that did not resonate with probably half the country as well. And there was a big movement of people saying, you know, cut your Disney. You know that could easily have been a factor behind it. Bad press doesn't help. Um, I'm not going to get again yeah. into the, the semantics of that. But I think that's where Iger's trying to unify again the the people and saying like, look, Disney's a safe place for everybody. Um, we're not here trying to you know you know join or die or some kind of <laughs> you know it's not a cult. movement, right? It's not a cult. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a place that's to be safe and fun, um, and this let's, let's just have a good time. And that's kind of the 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 sense that you got with you know what they had done before. You know where you you have you have your different shows and things for everyone. Um, the young, the old, the man, the men, the women, you know, like you, you got your stuff. So uh, hopefully that, that I, again, I don't, I don't want to speak about people whose jobs that I feel really bad about for sure. Um, but my hope is that if they are making moves on the production side, um, that the publicity around it starts to be uh, more positive and it's not something that's really uh, turning people away because I, I like Disney plus still, I still think it's, you know, it's great value for what the price is. Um, I think they need to, there's a lot more to, to go, a lot more they need to do for sure. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more content needs to be created. Um, but right now, it almost seems to me like they're, the cuts on the, the job part will affect, like you're saying, that, that side of the business. But really, it seems to me like right now, the money is more going into how can we create a better experience at the parks. And that's what interests me. What are your, did you see, you saw that, I'm assuming, about the, the conversation around more IPs and, yeah, and Toy Story Five and Frozen Three, and yeah. you know, uh, bringing Avatar to Disneyland, and um, you know, creating more synergy, and that's that's all fine, right? Um, it, it just that uh, they gotta step it up. <laughs> At the end of the day, man, they gotta step it up. They've been dilly dallying too for too long, and. Um, in in between all that dilly dallying, a sleeping giant was awoken. Yeah, in Universal, and um, they they really need to get their stuff together when it comes to parks, man. 
Uh, I mean, Parks is their bread and butter. It's what it's the only division that gives them, you know, money hand over fist, basically. So the only division that doesn't really lose money is Parks. Right. And you know, their strategy is because Parks is is, is getting us money. We're not going to invest in Parks. Let's in, take that money and put it somewhere else where it needs investing. And in the Universal's doing the opposite. Comcast is right. doing the opposite. They are just investing on what people are paying for, which is their parks. Yeah. And I've, I've been, how long have, been, have I been saying that Disney has a problem where a lot of the people that work there just don't care? And I think yeah. that's it's, you know, why why are you looking for this talent that's not gonna, you know, give you the grade, and you know, investing in in this and it's like oh, it's like what, what was it again? May the force be with you on LinkedIn, yeah, yeah, right? That's my yeah. joke. That's you know, it's yeah. it, I joke about it, but it's it freaking sucks, right? <laughs> yeah, it you know, it. And they they gotta start they gotta start doing a better job at you know you know not only keeping the talent that care about Disney but finding new talent that cares about Disney and care about the legacy and care about the property and you know it's it's about time they need to wake up they need to wake up I think that there are uh, a lot of people out there that uh, have present it and then you can there's there's many youtube channels right about you know that, that cover disney some better than others for sure right um but you can tell that there's some passionate people out there and i think it's about time for them to um you know figure this out <laughs> because yeah. it's like it's like yo it's like you gotta you got about a year you got a what? About a, a year and a half. Yeah. Got about a year and a half. These guys are gonna I, open, bro. And that day, I'm probably gonna go to Magic Kingdom because there's not gonna be anyone <laughs> in there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the best day to go to Magic Kingdom because there's not gonna be anyone in there. Okay. So now, yeah. Now did you see with Magic Kingdom the rumors around Encanto, Coco? And a villains themed area behind where um Splash Mountain, now, you know, Tiana and uh, you know, and, and Thunder Mountain is the expansion behind there. Bro. I wanna drop one on you. Okay. I'm gonna drop one on you. It's gonna be a big one. And some people mm. are gonna get mad from you know. Take that freaking Tom Sawyer Island that no one cares about and turn it into Encanto. Yeah, build a yeah. casita in the in the middle of the of the of the, of right. the island. <laughs> Who cares about Tom Sawyer, bro? No, it's 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 they ancient. They don't, even, yeah. they don't even read it in schools anymore. No, I know. Well, we know why. I know. I know. But... Yeah, exactly. Right. Mark Twain's <laughs> a big deal, but <laughs> like of all the dis, there's a lot of things I do agree with keeping like original from Walt Disney days. That's like something about it, just keeping it fresh. I respect like it's a small world, and like I respect that. Like I get th there's there's something very special and very like uh, original about it. And I like yeah. that, right? Um, <clears throat> Tom Sawyer Island ain't, ain't the one, 
<laughs> that needs to be Encanto. Like, that needs to be Encanto right there, man. And you know what? Is, that's a lot of land for just just the house. No, they they're gonna have it right. They have the house with the right. They can build a they can build a house back there, like you know, an actual like right. It's a lot feature. of land for for like you got you got to. I think oh, maybe you should do at least two things on that that land. I mean, you can get away with doing Encanto at least, right? And do right? A, and do a full retheme. No, I, no, man. I mean, if you look at it, it's not it's not really that big. I mean, it gives you the illusion that it's big, but it's not really. <laughs> yeah, looks like yeah. an island. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. That that uh, I think that's the bet. You know what? Again. Talk about you know uh, again we gave you the Sonic idea for free for Rock and Roller Coaster. This is your chance, and you you won't oh, yeah. take it. But now you know you know take that Tom Sawyer Island. No one cares about Tom Sawyer Island, and yeah. put um and put the uh, uh and the Encanto Island there. So I don't know, bro. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly missed opportunities. It's like it's like what do we do? Right? It's like. These people have been working at Disney for 20 years doing rides and building, you know, working on the parks and they can't come out with ideas. Well, maybe they do have. That's the thing. I don't know that. Like, maybe they do have these ideas. Maybe they're getting shot down by people, you know, in in places and things. I mean, mean, you and I know that that, that, that kind of stuff in business semantics and politics, you know. Totally. So I'm not saying that they they don't have ideas, you know, may just be, unfortunately, the people who... Let them even make it to the desk of Iger. Don't let it ever get to his desk. I don't know. I mean, this is just just my thoughts. Just, there's so many yeah. possibilities, but there's a lot of missed opportunities. None, nonetheless, oh, that's the problem. Missed yeah. opportunities, definitely yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's which it's, is this, Universal was waiting for this. Yeah, they have been waiting for one Achilles heel. They they, they were waiting <laughs> for them to slip on the hypothetical Mario Kart banana. Mm, on the yep. fl- yeah, and then we we'll spin around. <laughs> And then, this has know, been years been, yeah. in the making. Seriously, yeah, they've yeah, been man. behind Disney. Let Disney have their fun, do stuff, and they what they do. Let's make let's make a, a really solid, you know, original, Despicable yeah. Me, Minions, and like let's just start. Let's, let's take an IP that's really awesome, Get Mario, IPs, and let's yeah. let's build a big land around it. Years and years, and buy out when wild and grow like they yeah. have been going years in the making. Yeah, well. And here comes a couple years we're behind, like you're saying, year and a half. Year and a half, um, bro. And this year alone is just from a cinematic standpoint. Here comes this amazing. Now, what's the chances that the second Mario Bros. World movie, whatever, comes out the same time that they open up? In 2025, like who's it. to say they aren't going to work on a sequel and that comes out in two years? I doubt it's possible. It. It's, it's possible. animated. It's possible, but I doubt it. I doubt it. I'm not I saying the exact think, same time. It may no, be end of 2025. Here's, here's here's why I doubt it, right? Because Chiggy, like if, mm. if Chiggy doesn't like the movie, is he's not going to let it happen? So <laughs> if Shigeru Miyamoto watched the movie, watches the movie, and he says he says that he didn't like it, how? That's why we haven't had a Mario movie in all this time because he he hated the the Mario movie from the nineties, the Bob Hoskins yeah. Mario with John well, Leguizamo's you know. Luigi. But, <laughs> you know, we who did like sorry. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think you know what I think that if you if you it's a matter of perspective for that movie because if you're if you subvert your expectations, I think I think it's <laughs> actually I think it's actually quite a bold take on sure. on Mario and. You know, that's that's another discussion. We don't have enough time for that, but for sure. <laughs> but yeah, man, 
Like they, they got this movie makes this movie makes I mean half a billion dollars. They gotta make another one. Oh, but Mario, Mario's gonna Mario. make two, bro. I told you, Mario's That's, gonna make two. I hear you. Look, I hear you. I'm not coming against that. <laughs> I'm not coming against that. Like you, and then what if it gets nominated for best animated picture? Like it could happen. Good. This could be like into the Spider Verse kind of yeah. thing, yeah. where you take out Disney again with the, where they where they usually win in merchandising. And merchandise. You got merchandising coming coming in. So oh man. And you know, games like Nintendo is like we'll talk we'll talk Nintendo because Nintendo we there's two topics today, Disney and Nintendo. We'll talk about them. Yeah. Um yep. <laughs> it's I, I don't know, man. It's I know and I, I get it. Um, you know, Iger is trying to correct some of the some of the wrongs and that happened at, at the tail end of of his day and, and when JPEG took uh the reins um but but at the same time right it's like the you just can't you just can't live you, you just can't you just can't work like this right you just no, can't yeah. work like this and um i i think that part goers deserve better um you know the nickel diming is is ridiculous i think the genie plus is an awful awful product and you know, this case, the problem is that, you know, it's, it's, it's making the money, right? It's like, it's like, excuse, part of my language, right? It's like farts in a can, right? It's like, people are still going to yeah. buy it. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> or the bind dirty water, um, literally. <laughs> yeah, but, right? uh, <laughs> but it is interesting, the statement that you saw of him saying, is like, with all the money that we've made from the parks, one would assume that we would increase capacity and that we would raise the ticket sales. And he's like, I do, he literally said, like, I don't think either one is the right choice. Like, we need to find a way to expand the parks to have so then we can fill the capacity better, that there's more things to do. And I like that approach about, about what he said there. Now, I, I know you probably didn't like when he said that, you know, he, he's called on Josh Romero to just do... Um, find ways to integrate more intellectual properties, existing properties into the parks. Because I know you want it to be like the old days where they created rides that were originals See, but, that had nothing to do with their movies. And that's and that's that to me is whatever, right? Okay. Uh, at this point, they need whatever they can get. Yeah. Like uh, the beggars can be choosers, right? It's like at this yeah. po- at this point, right? We we can't be investing on on non IPs. Uh, because the, uh, you know, and, and I'm a purist and I like, you know, you, you, there's yeah. several Epcot rants that I've had in this podcast, <laughs> right? Good ones. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, times have changed and people go for the IP, right? The IP is attractive to fans, young fans, not so much older fans, but younger fans, they love, uh, IP synergy with the parks. So, you know, at the end of the day, as long as they make it happen, I don't have a problem with it, right? Um, that's what that's the problem is that they're not making it happen. Most right. opportunities. Like Rick and Rolf right? should have been at, Mag- oh, at bro, Magic Re- Kingdom a long time Dude, ago. Dude, at Epcot, there's like they closed uh, yeah. that, the play pavilion. It's not happening. It's like missed opportunities, right? Why yeah, don't you games, partner? Yeah. Dude, it's like PlayStation has tons of money right now. They made a ton of money over Christmas. We saw that. Nintendo, well, Nintendo, they're already married, right? They can't can't mm-hmm. touch that. But again, I'm pretty sure Sega is willing to create some 
some synergy with uh, their properties. I'm sure Wait, you don't want, you don't want them like, to make a deal with Microsoft. The Xbox what does Microsoft have, dude? <laughs> what does Microsoft, dude? What does Microsoft have? You tell you tell the, me the X the Xbox experience What's brought to have, you by Microsoft. Well, both brought to you by third parties. <laughs> Dude, you, got, you got Capcom out there. You got Sega. You got good yeah. property. You got yeah. good companies that could create that good synergy with the Disney that they can coexist. Sega already did it, right? That's the that's the thing. That's you need to think outside the box. And I'm not because because you know my, my rant about the you know the rights having to be original and all that. That's you know totally fine, right? But at the same time, you have a a, a, a world of mm. IPs from other companies that you could have a partnership with, like Universal right. did with Nintendo, and right. and you're not. I don't know. We're just gonna make Frozen Three, right? Come on, man. Honestly, I mean to be fair, it made a ton of money. Yeah, but still, right? They already have yeah. their two second ride at Epcot. It's like yeah, well, it's like thirty eight seconds long, and you have to wait an hour and a half. To write it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's I, I, Z- I, I'm, Zootopia I'm coming in. Cautiously uh, optimistic. Animal Kingdom. You know, yeah, Animal Kingdom, uh that park needs some love like big yeah. time. Honestly. That's been my rant. <laughs> That's been <laughs> your rant, yeah. Yeah. Like I'd say I'd say studios fix the problem that Tower Terror is having with the lines, because that's unacceptable. Um Studios is fine though. But studios is fine. I say, yeah, you know, add a couple of things here and there. That car sure. thing is it's trash. You can probably build something better back there, right? Um, and and then you know, retheme Ragnarok Cluster to Sonic Hedgehog. What the heck are you waiting for, bro? And you know, I don't. Know. But you know, uh, you know, I it's I feel bad for the uh, seven thousand cast members that are being needlessly let go, uh, in my opinion. And um, you know, that said, that not all of them are in the U.S. This, you know, uh, there's a lot of international cast members that are getting caught too. This is not only here. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 what we're told. Uh, bro, the the worst thing that they could have done is that freaking Shanghai park. It's beautiful, but no one goes to that park. And China's still yeah. locked down. That was the worst. It's tough. It's tough. That was the that was yeah. That was the worst. My, it's I don't know. That should have been that that park should have been built in Texas, not Shanghai. I mean, it seems though like the stuff that they have in that park is so cool. Yeah, it's some yeah. really cool stuff. Yep, that park should have been. Love, in Texas. Would love to. Would love to go there someday. Yeah. That yeah. Again that. It, you you did you didn't need another park in Shanghai. That park needed to be in the U.S. Yeah, that park needed to be in Texas, right in the middle, right in the middle of both, right? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, if you if you're concerned about weather, probably like South Texas is it's probably gonna like like San Antonio was probably good, is a good spot for a Disney Park. So, uh, well, I mean, that's uh said and done. I mean, we don't know where this is going. They they can still pull it off. But, um, yeah, so there's a story about Kevin Feige almost getting fired back in 2015. What's up with that, dude? Yeah, so 
back in 2015, Ike Pullmutter was pushing to get Kevin Feige fired uh, because of him, them on a personal note, clashing. Um, and a lot of it had to do with the news that I'm pretty sure I've mentioned a few times on the podcast, mentioned to you about how um, their Feige, for example, he wanted a Black Widow movie from a long time ago and he wanted, you know, Captain Marvel and he wanted Black Panther. And Ike Pullmutter was um, a man out of time. <laughs> and, you know, he didn't think that those kinds of characters uh, would sell well. Uh, and, you know, it was old Hollywood, right? And, and really, you know, Feige, like I've mentioned before, he had to get a restructure. He had to have a restructure of Disney happen to go over a Pullmutter to go straight up to, to, to Iger, right? Um, but yeah, Pullmutter did not like Feige at all for the, the kind of projects that he was working on. And he thought he was going to ruin the MCU. Um, and of course, he was very wrong. So, <laughs> you know, he, uh, it ended up being Ike that ended up getting uh, the shift out. Which is pretty, pretty poetic in its own way. But my goodness, that's crazy to think that Bob Iger saved Feige from losing his job. Yeah. In 2015, when, I mean, what, Age of Ultron was coming out at that time? Um, 2014, 15? Yeah. Yeah, 15 was Age of Ultron, yeah. Age of Ultron, well, right? Ooh, was it 14? So, eh, one of the other, yeah. Yeah, but it's like you up to that movie, you know, I mean, like the worst movies you had was like Thor The Dark World. You know, um, Iron Man it 2. was a, Iron Man Two. Yeah, <laughs> but even, like even movies. Again, Iron Man Two is like is like criminally underrated. I think it's actually yeah. quite enjoyable. So yeah, same, same. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and this all ties back to um, the now defunct, uh, um, I guess, proxy war that was going on with Nelson Peltz and him trying to insert himself into the Disney board. He uh, had a call with I think MSNBC or CNBC. Uh, and said that um, based on what he's heard, they're moving the company the right track, and he's no longer going to uh, attempt and join the board. But you know that said, uh, who's to say that it could happen again? So uh, he exactly. said it, he said it himself. He's like, "Oh, we'll monitor it and we'll see how it goes." So yeah, um, it's money, man. It's a uh, it's uh it, it it talks so um For real we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens with disney this could be a multi-year you know kind of thing for them but uh you know if uh, again my and I'm, I'm a nobody i'm a dude on the internet but again my 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 suggestion to disney as as a a, a lifelong fan is that um, you know? You, you need to fill the company with people that care. At the end of the day, and people that know the product, people that love the product, not not in passing. Yeah. And um, you know, you gotta you gotta make the right choices when it comes to the people that are managing a lot of these things. Um, and you know, we saw we've we've seen it with Star Wars. We we've seen it with you know. A little bit with Pixar, the, you know, getting a little, getting a little too off the rails, um, and of course we see it at the parks. So, you know, that's that's my 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 final thoughts on that uh, before jumping into the chariot. So, 
there was a cast member preview, Joe. Um, and uh, it was, I think it was a cast member and media preview for uh, yeah. Light Cycle Run at the Magic Kingdom. And uh, yeah, we're back to... Um, we're back to people not fitting on the uh, cars properly. This one seems to be more of a height issue more than anything. So it doesn't seem to be because you are uh, not round, but tall. How many, how many uh, TikToks and video reviews have you seen? Of this, none. Okay. Might change your perspective if you see a few. Okay. Um, so they, so they are, the problem is both horizontally and vertically. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> I'm going to try to keep this a straight face. Um, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Um, but seriously, uh, literally, someone sent me a, a TikTok. For example, this, this cast member, she did the preview her and this other guy. They, they both were doing it. Um, you know, her problem, I uh, believe it or not, was like her ankles were like too too bit too big, couldn't fit. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say the word. I'm not yep. gonna say the word. So, <laughs> Bill Clinton <laughs> was supposed to be a big fan of those. <laughs> okay, so then, so then this guy, his problem was the top right like the back the backing is like the same oh. like with like pandora right okay. with, with the flight of passage okay have you done flight of passage yet? i haven't i, don't think I haven't have it, right so the backing comes back and snaps you right on on the back and i guess for him it would not it wouldn't close it wouldn't hit in the right way it was supposed to um so his, his feet were good but his top wasn't so literally had to you know switch so it's just interesting you're seeing like it's not just like in the ways that you would think that these size problems of, of fitting onto this ride, like it is a very, very particular type of mm -hmm. um, individual that's going to be more comfortable. Not that these people can ride; they they find they. Yeah, so there's yeah, a few yeah. of them I saw they they can they can ride it, so that's good. Because um, that was obviously it's obviously a concern, but like the 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 issue is more so like there's a lot there's gonna be a lot of people who are uncomfortable with it and not gonna be able to to ride it the way they want to, but. But that's why the <laughs> I can't. Believe. That's why the chariot. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to keep a straight face, Jill. I know. Oh I know you're gosh. struggling. I know you're struggling. Oh, uh, this is this is something. Yeah, but still, yeah. I mean, for those the chariot's still an option. So, um, yeah, uh, can't wait to ride it. If I can fit in one of those cards, <laughs> we'll guess we'll uh, wait and see. Time will tell on that one. Yeah, I'm hoping to um, hoping to get a, a preview at some point, you know, um, yeah. just to see it, uh, check it out myself. Um, if I do, obviously, I'll keep everybody posted. I hope to be fine, um, <laughs> but but uh, you know, um, it's it's a thing. It's a lot of if you literally, I, I know, you know, different demographics and people, but if you are on, people who are on TikTok, if you literally just start searching Tron, just look at what the other top phrases are associated with it. And you start to see that there is definitely a, a problem um, uh, for a lot of people are reporting on uh, the same the same type of types of things. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, Joe, let's uh, take a quick break and uh, we'll talk Nintendo here in a second. Yeah. And we are back. All right. So Joe, Joe and I discussed offline um, the uh, the word. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So, uh, pretty big news for Nintendo, man. Um, the Switch officially outsold the Game Boy and the PS4. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, exceeding 120 million units. And it is the third best-selling console ever. And um, good for them. Now oh, that's amazing. Now they're saying that, that sales are indeed slowing down. Again, Nintendo, don't do it like Disney, man. Don't, don't milk it. You got you to gotta stay fresh. You got to come out without upgraded Switch. You don't have to change the Switch. Just got to give it a more powerful, powerful, more powerful CPU, unlimited GPU. Unlimited power. It doesn't have to be unlimited. Just a little bit more. It's a, <laughs> it's a little more, man. Um, but, yeah, good for them. Uh, this is a huge milestone. And, you know, it looks like sales are going to keep on rolling, man. This year, um, you know, we'll talk about it in a second. But it seems to be another big year for the big end. So. Yeah, Nintendo having a great year. I I do agree. Hopefully, you know they they do announce. Even if it doesn't come out this year, Obed, I, you need an announcement this year for a new a new like version. It would make sense for it to come out this year, but if for whatever reason they don't, like you gotta like build up this anticipation. Hey, I don't know. Yeah. First quarter of twenty twenty four. Get this so thing. Got- I got a new. I got a new prediction. Hold on, I'm before gonna, you say that yeah, though, yeah, yeah. My, the if they the thing is that the puts them in, in a tight spot is if you make an announcement this year, people are gonna hold off buying for the holidays a switch, and that's gonna affect next next year's sales. Yep. Like, Here's what I think. It's going on. Um, Nintendo already paid for the allocation, a hardware allocation for the OLED. And they're going. I think that the plan is to blow out the OLED when Zelda comes out, mm. and they're gonna blow out that inventory. Do a bun. You do the the bundle, the special edition switch for Zelda that got leaked. Which you know some of the markings and writings that that are on the collector's edition box match those that are in the Joy Cons. So we are to assume that the leak was correct. But right. um, I can see them in like July coming out with a Nintendo Direct and it's like oh this is going to be about in in October you know that I could I could totally see that so that's my new mm. prediction I'm changing it okay like, I, I'm still okay. I'm still planning on eating that shrimp I cannot either confirm or deny that he may or may not be either real or alive or whatever or dead or fried or I don't well, know hopefully not alive <laughs> a live shrimp a live shrimp pinch oh my God. Oh my gosh. That's gross. Cooked is gross too. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, that's my new prediction. Um, you know, I'm still eating crow because I missed the uh, the one for Zelda, but I think it's just that uh, they do have a chipset allocation that they need to go through. And they're gonna they're not gonna miss the opportunity because they probably already paid for all that those chips and screens. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, the screens they may, may they may just use the same one, right? Um, same with the Joy Cons. It's just that the chipsets are probably already bought and paid for. So, and that's why I have to they have to run with that. Um, but another Nintendo news, I will say uh, that uh, suspected Nintendo Direct actually dropped this week, 
and uh, pretty good stuff. So um, we, uh, you know, started with a big one, right? Uh, Somebody Amigo is back. Uh, we have not had Samba since the Dreamcast, if I'm not wrong, and uh, this is a big deal. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Samba Amigo Party Central coming to the Switch this summer. Uh, you can use your Joy-Cons as the maracas. Unfortunately, there's no maracas like Dreamcast version. So, uh, but still pretty good. Uh, of course, all joking aside, um, Zelda was the uh, big headliner. So we did see a little bit more uh, footage of that. I don't need to see anything else. Uh, I am right. pre-ordered. I was not. I so I did not pre-order the collector's edition. It's one thirty, which I think is excessive. Uh, I did pre-order it and pre-order the Amiibo. Um, going to the pre-order, $70 for a Switch game, Joe. Man. So it's the first Nintendo game coming out. Oh, wait. not uh, It's not the first Nintendo game coming out $70. It's the first Nintendo game at $70 since probably the Nintendo 64. Because yeah, in the 90s, yeah. games used to be a lot more expensive than now. I just people don't realize it. It's like, I'm really mad because this game's $10 more. It's like, bro, you used to pay $100 for Street Fighter 2 on SNES and $80 for Strider, a game you can finish in 17 minutes. And, you know, that sort of thing. But, you know, I don't, I don't want to digress uh, too much on that. But, yeah, what do you think of the $70 price point, sir? Um obviously i don't like it but from an economic standpoint i get it so like just as you know i put it this way when i see stuff go up like that it's like you have to ask yourself how how amazing is this game going to be how much great values behind it um and that's where it's like they get you because it's like oh i gotta have this so i'm gonna cough up the money i'm not saying that it's uh by any chance manipulating but i also understand that if this is a business and for businesses certain levels of profitability yeah. and numbers they got to hit and that's that's i think that's the only reason why they do it i don't think it's out of greed yeah, I think yeah sometimes yeah. we're real quick to point the finger on, on oh, that no, kind no, of no, thing no, no, we understand there's, there's a bigger economic um decisions behind this as totally. a business so yeah i don't like it as a consumer but i get it as a business person totally i mean and it's it's a game that you can get a hundred hours right and you know and if you're if you're if you're equating playtime to again we're going back to strider on the genesis being 80 dollars, and it's a game that you can finish in 17 minutes um if you equate you know money with time when it comes to games then you know you're fine like elden ring you know it elden ring dude elden ring is such a premium product that it could have that game could have sold for like eighty dollars, in my oh, opinion. For sure. In my opinion, right? So and so is God of War. I'm not giving Sony any ideas. And Horizon. I think I think those three games, dude, are premium products that you could probably ask for more money. Uh, and the same goes for Zelda. Um, uh, they're testing the waters. And they're gonna run with it, and I, you know, from now on, any main, any Zelda Mario, right, main <laughs> main game, right. And I'm talking about like like the next 3D Mario is probably gonna be 70. You know, Zelda's gonna be 70. Metroid Prime 4 is probably gonna be 70. Like well, all these games when they come out, that they're they're probably, you know, it could be that they're gearing up for the next 
thing that's coming out, right? Yeah. And, I, yeah. and they're just they're just uh, you know uh, making the 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 market kind of like you know it's like okay here's a glimpse of what's to come, right? So get used to it. But I don't I don't see a reason why this is all about greed and whatnot. It's like it's fine. It's still gonna sell millions. I mean, people complain about it, and you're still gonna buy it, right? So, whatever, you know. So it's ten dollars. It's ten dollars more. So how about don't eat that pizza, the slice of pizza that you wanted to eat today. <laughs> stay home, make yourself a sandwich, save those ten dollars. How about the next time that you order, you want to buy some food, don't order DoorDash and save those ten dollars from DoorDash and just go pick it up yourself. There you go. There's your ten dollars. So, I don't know. Let me give you life advice. I mean, here, right? I, I won't. I won't attack. I won't. Atta I won't attack the consumer. I think they're fair to voice their, the the <laughs> uh, you know dislike of it. But then there's like like to your point, like the overtly um bully. We're like, whoa, yeah. you know, inconceivable. Yeah, you're you're only looking at the one lens. Yeah, totally. Put it into, into reality. Yep. Um, the Metroid Prime remastered. Um, which is based uh, remastered of the first Metroid Prime game that came out originally on GameCube was Shadow Dropped, so that is available right now on the eShop. Coming out on the twenty second of February uh, as a physical version. Um, they showed a new gameplay video of Pikmin Four that looks super cute. Uh, Pikmin wasn't ever my thing, but I think those games are are interesting. Um, DLC for Splatoon 3. Splatoon's a big deal for Nintendo. You know, those games sell really, really well. Um, and you're expanding on uh, the latest version. That's definitely going to get you somewhere. Uh, Advance Wars finally has a release date, April 21st. And um, the other big announcement is that um, Game Boy and Game Boy Advanced are available on Switch. This was also Shadow Dropped. Um, the Game Boy Advance, you do need the uh, Switch Online expansion. So the N64 Sega Genesis okay. uh, expansion for the for GBA. Original Game Boy is available, and there's nine games. Um, tested it out. Works pretty good. Okay. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I told my daughter, it's like, hey, you're going to finally be able to play Super Mario Land 2, which I think is a great game. I, I had it back in the day. Um And uh, that, I think that's a, a pretty good little game. And uh, there's there's some good stuff there. Um, but, you know, not, not much at the moment. Uh, so I'm looking forward for uh, them expanding uh, some of those selections. Um, now I'm considering the expansion pack. Because now, you know, there's games that are definitely trapped in GBA that um, may want to try. But, uh, yeah, man, what do you think? Yeah, uh, this was one of those things that made me think of like the conversations we've had in the past about how we liked backwards compatibility with you know PS5 and how it just makes sense to throw some cl extra classics on there and give people an opportunity to play things that they they can't play if they don't have these old consoles. Like yeah. you know, bring it to the modern age. Um, this to me seems like a no brainer, um, and uh, you know, kudos to them for to to not just always just push forward with stuff that that's that's already, you know, in the pipeline, but go backwards and, 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 and grab something that shouldn't be too hard to, to put into, you know, um, a modern console and, and give people an opportunity to play games that they just wouldn't have been able to play otherwise. Like it's, 
you know, this is not something that's going to be, you know, groundbreaking news, but something that like gamers like us would appreciate the, the effort. And hopefully, like you said, they will continue to grow the library out. I'm sure it's just going to be something a matter of time, but, but no, this is a step in the right direction. Nintendo, man, they just, they really come across like they, they, they hear the fans and they respect their fans and their community. And it's just, it's, it's really awesome. Um, when, when you see stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good stuff. Um, you know, there, there's a reason why they're doing so well right now. Um, but not, I mean, not, not to, not to dive, you know, uh, Divert too much because I'm, I'm, you know, we're basically out of time. But you know, Sony also came out and said that they had a very strong holiday season. I think it was like 36 million PS5s already. Yeah. So PS5 selling really well. Um, you can pretty much buy one right now. Let me see. Let me go to Best Buy because they're you can you know they're uh, there. I saw I saw on the Nintendo Direct website and Nintendo. Sorry, PlayStation Direct store. You can buy PS5. Easily right now online. Uh yeah, uh well yeah. Uh, Best Buy even has store pickup for the bundle nice. with a God of War bundle. Nice. Um the uh, the digital uh digital has to be like per store, but they do have it available with the God of War bundle. So nice. it's it's available everywhere right now. Um, yeah, man. Uh, good stuff. So random, really yeah. quick, random Go note ahead, to you. Have you been seeing the stuff about? how your PS5 should not be vertical and it melting. Oh, I, I doubt it. You haven't seen it? Okay. I doubt there's it. a yeah, lot of people seen... saying like, oh, you need to put it on its side. Like there's an error in it over I saw, time. I saw it. It's, I mean, it's, it's still, it's because it's liquid metal. I doubt, I doubt it's, that it's actually leaking as bad as they say. You know why I doubt it? Because liquid metals used on PCs and PCs are all very vertical. It's true. So, you know that's why I don't I don't buy it 100. percent I mean it does look like it's built like a PC when you look yeah, at it the yeah. way it is, bro. Yeah. So I mean I had it I had a vertical for like a year and a half, and I, I yeah. put it horizontal not too long ago. Um, so I think I put it horizontal before the hurric- the hurricanes hit. I was like, you know what? Before hurricane season last okay. year, I moved it. So I moved I moved it where I had it because I had it next to the TV stand because it's freaking so big. It's like, and I told the wife, it's like, listen, I gotta I gotta put this thing on top of the. TV stand. There's no way. So it stayed there and it's fine. But nice. Yeah, man. Um, so what we got? Go ahead and wrap it up. Absolutely. Thank you all so much for sticking with us. Another great episode. We invite you to stay connected to our podcast. So make sure you are subscribed to No Low Time on the podcast platforms of your choice. Places like Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Apple. You can find us on these places. Hit the subscribe button. Also, you can write us a review on these podcast platforms. That really helps us out. We're not getting any money from this podcast, and we're not asking you to give money, but your support by simply writing a review, hitting the subscribe button, goes such a far way, and we really, really would appreciate that. We also ask you if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, No Low Time on YouTube. You can subscribe there, hit the like button on those videos, drop a comment. We'd love to hear from you. We really welcome it. Uh, additionally, you can follow us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time. Places like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also uh, follow us No Load Time altogether on Twitch. No Load Time altogether on Twitch. Today's episode was a little um, technical issues. We apologize for that, but. 
please make sure you give us a follow, follow there. Um, great way to watch us or our live stream of, of our broadcast. Additionally, you can send us an email to nolotime at gmail.com. That's nolotime at gmail.com. Questions, comments, feedback, you name it, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And, you know, maybe what you send may even be brought up in a future episode. There's always that possibility. But thank you all so much for sticking with us. And we'll be back with you next week where we will have news from the Super Bowl. Uh, we will also have Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp Quantumania come out, which I will be seeing. So we'll have some really good discussions around that next week. Stick with us. Flash trailer and a bunch of stuff. Thank you, guys. Sorry about the uh, technical issues, but uh, you guys have a great weekend. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.